We're back, baby. Here we are. On your Thursday feed, the Pop Tab Podcast. We on that Thursday shit. It's you you and me. We missed you. Uh, We missed you. We're we're mostly better. I feel great. Brad still has a cough. I got a really bad cough. Scott has COVID. Currently. Yeah, but we all had our bouts. I should have used... Damn. I should have used that as our intros. I'm your host, Jacob Solo. With me, as always, Bradley, the champion Miller. Good morning, daddies. Listen, Scott, the magician. Cough, cough, motherfucker. Cough, cough. And before we get into anything, you want to open her up? Be Bradley. Synchronicity. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a uh, Monster Rehab strawberry lemonade. Mm. Mm. It's good shit. Good shit. I'm drinking a Sprite from the Coca-Cola company. It's good shit. Uh, a, a product of the Coca-Cola company. It says it right here on the can next to the nutrition label, which says the serving size, is, being one can, is 140 calories. Last night, Paige took a Sprite. Put it in like a plastic mug. Put it in the freezer for about two hours. Pulled it out and it was a slushy. <clears throat> nice. Ooh, I didn't know you could do that with Sprite. That's I do that fun. with most sodas. I'm I drinking think. a Dr Pepper. It's good shit. Good shit. Um, what do we want to talk about first? Halo. Okay, you guys could talk I about. I want to talk about Halo. All right, go it's- ahead. I haven't even turned my Xbox on since it came out, dude. <laughs> Uh yeah, I went through I've gone through the campaign twice now. Jesus. Jesus. Uh once on heroic uh cuz that uh, that's I've always been told that that's how you're supposed to play Halo. It's got you were right. It is absurdly easy. Yeah. Walk through the park. Super fun. It is it is literally a walk in the in the park cuz the open world is basically like a park. Mhm. With like slides and stuff. Fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh but there's also like just massive difficulty spikes specifically like in the boss battles like there was Uh, one brute that like or like a chieftain with like a grab hammer that you got to fight that's just like a fucking bullet sponge oh he was he also like one hit kills you uh i had trouble with the two brutes that had the scrap cannon like gatling guns oh yeah and it's just a big empty room in u2 and they are just they absorb so many bullets and they're just so fucking accurate yeah uh so good at predicting where you're gonna be too after killing the first one, I picked up his Gatling gun and dumped the entire thing into the other one, and he did not die. Yeah, how does that well, gun suck if you're using great. it? It's super good. That's just how spongy those specific bosses were. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. You'll run into those exact same you know enemy types later, and they won't be that hard. Also, the hunters in this game fucking suck. What? I thought they're fun. What? No. What do they? Why do they suck? They're just so bullet spongy, and there's like no good way to take them out. I mean, that's so annoying. Yeah, I I had a great time, but I had a sniper rifle. Uh huh. And you can hit that gap in their neck in the armor. You, you, when was the last time you played Halo One? I mean, yeah, Halo One. You can just hit them in the in the in the wormy parts. Yeah, and it's, it's the, the one same, kill. It's the same like three spots in Halo One. You can hit them in like the crease in the neck where their armor isn't. And then in this one, you have to break off the back armor, and then the whole back is exposed. Or uh-huh. you can fucking throw gr- grenades at their dick. 
Stick grenades on their dick. That always works. At their dick, you say? Yeah. Uh, but the hard part is the big shield. The shield knocks all that shit away. Right. I thought the hunters were perfectly, like, exactly as hard as I wanted them to be in the sense that you can throw bullets all you want at it, and that's not going to matter. But if you hit the back with something strong and break the thing and then charge it or have it charge you, jump over it and stick a grenade on its back, it dies. That's what That's what you want. Oh, I guess I'm just, I haven't really tried to get in that close of quarters oh, with yeah. a hunter. Uh, the only way I'm I've ever scaled. been able to kill hunters is to get right up behind <laughs> them and stick a grenade on their back. Okay. It's my favorite. Because <laughs> otherwise I was like, how the fuck are you getting behind them? Because like as soon as I shoot them once in the back or something, and then it's kind of like, they don't, they don't ever turn away from me. Yeah, you got to jump over them. Yeah, I, I've just been like always battling them with like a vehicle. On them and then like punch downward. There was one fight that I had against. It was like two hunters. And then there's also like a couple of like those like special force, like white elites. There was oh, like yeah. one of those and like a, a beefy ass brute. And they all had like fucking rocket launchers and shit. Beefy. And I'm just like, what the fuck? This seems so like just wildly imbalanced. This is like a huge difficulty spike just for this one Spartan core I'm trying to get. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. And then I, basically the way I got through it was uh, like I found a rocket launcher, use that on the hunters. Obviously, like you need four rockets to kill one hunter. Right. So quattro. Yeah. Should be. Two, and there's but. and there's always two hunters. And so but I didn't want like I didn't want to kill like one and have the other start berserking. One yeah. hunter is enough. With his fucking so I try to like split the rockets between the two so that I could kill them around the same time. And then I had to like just basically steal a rocket launcher off either like the special force elite or the brute while the hunters are both shooting at me. And I'm like, God damn it. This is so fucking hard. Uh, do you ever fuck with the shock weapons every now and then? Yeah, I, I do kind of like the shock rifle. I wish it just shot faster. I wish there was a way yeah. to like, um, I think you're missing some like probably like counters in, in those situations. I'm guessing all of them are weak to shock. So if you throw a shot grenade, they'll all like be stunned for three seconds. And right. That gives you plenty of time to go fuck them up. I've also had a lot of encounters where, like, yeah, I'll stun uh, an elite with a sword, but it's always like, if it's a gold or a white elite, I'm just like, I can use two whole clips. Like, I can, like, empty a clip out on an elite, switch weapons, empty that whole clip out, and it'll still not break its shield, at least on heroic. Yeah, I don't know. I try to always have a plasma <laughs> weapon for shields and then a, a, a battle rifle, if at all possible, for everything right. else, but... I don't know. Also, yeah, I've noticed that I'm like I'm constantly just using the battle rifle and the stalker rifle. I'm just switching. The, yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're back in this from from Halo Reach. I didn't nice. know that. They're a little better in this one. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is that again? Uh, they're the jackals that have like the like the just like small shields on their forearms and they're really quick. Oh, You're no. looking up Halo Reach stalkers. But either way, you've played through it twice. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I did it once on heroic, and then uh, and then I, after that, I wanted to feel like the the Master Chief from the from the novels, so I played it oh, on easy. Oh, yeah, these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, the spikers. So they have spikers? No. What the fuck? <laughs> no, oh, the stalkers in Halo Reach, I think, had like the Needler rifle. Yeah. Oh, well, that oh maybe cool. I'm looking up like a boss one. Maybe I saw a picture of like a boss oh, one. He had two what, spikers. What Oh, no, no, not that. Uh, maybe the skirmishers? I thought they were. Uh, have you figured out like much with the weapon upgrades? No. Yeah, I, I get, you're like, thinking the, of skirmishers. Yeah, skirmishers, okay. 
now there's like a duelist energy sword, but it looks just like a regular ass energy sword. What's it? Yeah, do? I, I don't understand What's the difference about it. Uh, it probably just takes less energy. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. It probably. Yeah, uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like it though. That sounds maybe like it's a faster. Halo Five thing. Like a because there's a, a whole bunch of variants of the weapons in Halo Five. Yeah, they 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 brought back some of those. Um, pretty much like all like uh, there's like a bunch of like little like mini boss battles scattered throughout. They're just like high value targets. You yeah, can take them out fun. and then those unlock uh like yeah, like modified specialty weapons. Yeah, so there's Sick. a plasma pistol that when you charge it instead of making a big ball, it's like a scatter shot. Oh. Oh, okay. Um and then there's fuck, what was the other one I found? I found three so far. The duelist sword that and I don't even know. I've, I've gotten all of them. <laughs> cool. What do they do? <laughs> Not much. Really? I mean, yeah. You don't even know. I'm going to figure it out. I'll be like, you're crazy. These are fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I just haven't had that much time to sit and play because, you know, in like the 90s when you just had one TV in your house. Yeah. That's kind of how my life is. Oh, now that you're in quarantine. <laughs> I mean, I could easily come play games on my Quarantine. Computer, but I don't want to. Right. I want to be on the couch. For sure. I want to be a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you sound yeah. very stuffed up. That I'm was ha- gross. Yeah, whatever. My bad. I'm having a great time with it. <laughs> you had a great time with it. Everyone, I did have a good. I, okay, so it's good. It's Fuck it's you. it's very repetitive in the sense that there's no there's only like two different kinds of environments in the sure. Game. I saw Donkey's review too, and like he said, like yeah, you're outside, and then you're in a metal hallway, and then you're outside, and you're in a metal hallway, and like that's true. But like all the outside parts look the same. Like there's not different weather patterns or anything. Oh, that'd be kind of weird. I, I can't imagine different weather patterns on the ring. The inside environments are pretty stale. I will agree. Yeah, but like in Halo 1, you're on the ring, and some of the, some of the parts are snowy. That's true. What's that about? Uh, I mean, Cortana does say it's surprising that they would want inclement weather. Yeah. And also, like, you know, scientifically, how does that work? I mean, the, the, all the weather's generated. It's artificial. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just like a planet on the inside. Right. If it's close to the sun, it's warm. If you're on the outside of the ring, farthest from the sun, it's cold. Yeah, but the sun's equidistant. No, it's not. No matter where you are on the on the ring. Well, only if you're around the sun. If you're around a planet orbiting the sun. I mean, it, it, it isn't the ring powered by like a, a heat source like in the middle? Isn't that what the spires do? No, the spires like build material to repair the ring. Oh. Okay, I guess I don't know how the rings work. <laughs> they're like a I don't giant, know how they're generating heat. I don't think they are. They just flow around a planet and then explode the planet. I thought they exploded way more than the planet. No, they exploded. I thought it was like if you activated one ring. ring, then that's like it. It takes out like the whole fucking universe. Well, you got a snack. <laughs> Excellent snack delivery. All right, let's. Let's move. I don't know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on a Halo's campaign? Like, you dig I it? like it, dude. I think it's yeah. fun. When I get to an open area, that's like you have three objectives, and they're all kind of scattered around. Go around, have fun. That's when I'm like, oh, this is like that part in GTA when you get tired of doing the missions and you just go fuck shit up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I play it. Yeah. And I just grapple onto shit, and I like try to blow shit up. The and grapple, grapple is really fun. It. And here's yeah. the thing. Does it make you feel like Spider-Man? Sometimes you can get, you can go around, you can swing a little bit around. There's, there's been shit. times that like I've linked like three swings from like just trees to tree 
And I was like, I feel like Spider-Man. Should get a PlayStation and just play the Spider-Man game. I know, I could. And then I'll feel even more like Spider-Man. So Segway. <laughs> hey, I like it. To Spider-Man. Hey, that spider flick was pretty pretty freaking swell. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I just watched so Tom I can't Holland. believe they made Spider-Man kiss Doc Ock. Right? Right. And there were so many that. times I was like, how did they get the rights? Well, more than okay. Okay. What? What would you say? Oh, I watched Tom Holland's uh, episode of Hot Ones. Uh huh. And he genuinely makes me think this is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. In that interview, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, I also learned in that interview that the director assigned a John Hughes movie marathon for them to watch before filming. John Hughes, like The uh, Breakfast 16 Club, Candles. Sixteen Candles, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, the Rat Pack, as they're called, the Brat Pack. Sorry. The Rat Pack is Frank Sinatra and his crew. Brat Pack of the 80s. Okay. It's a really good episode. Of almost ones. Fire. So, but why? Why, why make... Because uh, to cause get it's, a... It's a teenager team, movie. Because he makes... Those are the seminal teenager movies, and this is a teenager <laughs> movie. Seminal. <laughs> Stop it. That's it. Because I haven't seen it, so that's all I can throw in is that he was on Hot Ones, and it was cool. You know who else was on Hot Ones recently? CL. Oh, tight. Hello, yeah. bitches? Yeah, that one. Did she say that? <clears throat> yes, she does say hello, bitches. Nice. I'll watch it. When she's talking about the song, hello, bitches. Um, Perfect. Yeah. They did uh, some things that surprised me in this in this picture. Who died? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Who died? Uh, you sure you want us to spoil it for you? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to spoil it for the audience? Do you think it's better? I mean, time? I don't want to spoil it for you. If you don't want it to be spoiled. Because for the audience, they're not going to hear this until Thursday. So, I mean, by that time, it would have I been out for like choice. two weeks. And I think uh, and I think that's the is that the magic date where you're allowed to start spoiling stuff is two weeks. I don't know anymore. I haven't gone to a movie that was spoiled for me in so long. I don't remember how bad it is. So go for it. <laughs> well, <clears throat> what were we going to spoil? Oh, Aunt May dies. Oh, that is who dies. Okay. I thought she was already dead. Huh? No. Oh, okay. She's hot. Yeah. Yes. Didn't Ant Man and Aunt May do something? No. No. Happy Hogan and Aunt May were That's dating. Right. Damn it. And then, uh, yeah, at the very beginning of the movie, she's trying to break up with him, but then they have to. Then something happens where they have to move in with him. It's because Mysterio at the end of the second one uh, announced uh, Spider Man's identity. Oh as Peter yeah, Parker. that's right. That's right. Okay. And so then, so uh, that because. Happened. There was so much press in paparazzi around uh, Aunt May's apartment. They had to move in with Happy in his nice, secure home. Yeah. Filled with Stark tech. Yeah. The dunce robot's back. Yeah. I like I like that robot. It's a good robot. So is this like a Spider-Man movie or is this like an Avengers movie? This is a Spider-Man movie. Even Although Doctor Strange is Doctor in it Strange. a lot. Yeah, that's what I... Uh, isn't it just I mean, them? he's not in I'm it like a lot. I mean, he's in like the be- first act and the sec- uh, third act, but he's not in like the meat of the movie in the second act. He's in like the... But he's, but he's like such an integral part. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, he is. This story couldn't have happened without him. Yeah. Correct. Yes. But, okay, so without knowing anything, I assume it's like a buddy cops thing, and they're like just hopping through dimensions together, trying to find their way home. No, nope. no. So Spider Man is all like, "Shit, everything sucks now that everybody knows who I am." So he talks to Doctor Strange, and he's all like, "Bruh, you know how we uh, save the universe together? 
do me a solid. Uh, can you make everybody forget that I'm Peter Parker or that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? And then he like, they do the spell, but then Peter's all like, oh, but uh, wait, I need these this person to know and then this person to know and this person to know. And then it, it fucks up the spell, tears shit into reality. Basically, Doctor Strange was like, if if you interrupt me during this spell and I have to change it, it's gonna, it, it could potentially start fucking with stuff. Yeah, Fuck with and the then that's exactly what happened. He's just like, oh, wait, but I need MJ to know who I am. And he's like, okay. So he starts like redoing the spell. And he's like, oh, but I also need Ned to know. And he's like, oh, God damn it. Okay. And he's like, oh, wait, I also need Aunt May to know. And then it, like af- after he's like stopped and restarted the spell like six different times, right? that's when shit starts getting yeah, weird. So people who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man from other universes are get pulled into this universe and so oh, spider-man goes off to do and then the all three ned ned mj and peter get uh rejected to mit because they're friends with peter parker and he uh might be a mass murderer yeah <laughs> so that's that's why he wants to have everybody forget so his friends can get into mit and then uh yeah so he's he goes to talk to the lady who uh is like the admissions lady yeah uh, on a bridge while she's like in a car on the way to the airport on the way to the airport and that's when doc ock attacks nice and then he's all like hello peter hello peter and then the audience is like he's from he's from the second movie yeah <laughs> and uh he's all and then like uh he rips off like the chest piece of peter's suit because it's the nanotech spider armor suit okay and then the nanobots from it go into doc ock's arms and so it's they're now linked to peter's suit so he transfers the nanobots from his mask to his chest so he doesn't get hurt that way and then doc ock's all like wait you're not peter parker oh yeah yeah and he's like uh yeah who are you Uh... (laughs) oh I get it now. So, yeah. Yeah, so so he fucking... Uh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So Peter, uh, yeah, since the nanobots in the arms are now linked to Peter's suit, Peter can control the arms and makes them uh, subdue Doc Ock, which is fun. But then the Green Goblin attacks... <laughs> Does he say Godspeed, Spider-Man? No. <laughs> he does say a couple of things from the movie, though. I'm something of a scientist myself. He does say that. He does say another line that I don't remember what it was. but And then uh, Norman comes out, and then there's a whole thing where he's like now a, like basically he bundles up over his armor in a purple hoodie and a b- green blanket. Yeah, he looks homeless. Yeah. And, then he, goes, and then he goes and uh, goes to feast. Which you may know from the Spider-Man video game. Yeah, totally. Yeah, to, and Aunt May helps him. The place that Aunt May works, that shelter. Oh, that in in the Spider-Man lore comes from the video game. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to help him, and then like they capture. They decide they need to capture these villains, and then get so they can send them home. Oh, meanwhile, Doctor Strange has made like a device where that just you just hit a button and they all go back to where they're supposed to go. But they need to capture them. And like Ghostbusters. But, yeah. But so so uh, Peter, instead, they figure out that when they send the villains home, it's literally the minute, like the second before they died is when they got sent to this universe. Got so it. if he sends them back, they're going to get killed. So he, Peter, doing the thing that Spider-Man would do. 
tries to save them because he tries to save his villains as opposed to just killing them. Uh, he tries to redeem them and whatnot. So he, uh, they figure out a way to cure these guys. But meanwhile, Ned uh, gets uh, Doctor Strange's uh, ring thing so he can do the magic. And That's we get- pretty crazy. Yeah, and well, Ned also mentions he's like, yeah, like my 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 family comes from like a long line of or my people that- my grandma says we're we have magic in our blood. Oh yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, oh, and Doctor Strange gets captured in the mirror dimension after fighting with Spider Man. Spider Man beats him with math. Uh, <laughs> sure, math cool. subdues him That's and captures fine. him in his webs. Uh, <clears throat> so he's trapped in the mirror dimension while they go and. Peter's trying to f- save these guys, and then Ned opens up portals trying to get Peter to come back, and he opens up, he's like, oh, I need Peter Parker, and oh, man, who walks in? It's Andrew Garfield. Holy shit. He's from the amazing Spider-Man Sony movies. Yeah, and then and then they're like, well, shit, you're not the right Peter Parker, and he's all like nerding out about split dimensions and whatnot, and then- uh, And lasagna. I don't know. I don't think he nerds out about lasagna, but he does have to get some webs off of the- Ceiling. I was disappointed he never said "fuck you" flip flops. That was a uh, wrong movie. Yep, still same actor. Yeah, it's a wrong movie though. Wrong franchise. That's not even a franchise. The Social Network is not a franchise. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, well, shit. We gotta op- try this again. Let's uh, open up a portal to Peter Parker." And oh shit, it's Tobey Maguire. He's from the first movies. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then they're like, then they go find Peter, their Peter, and this is after Aunt May gets killed by the Green Goblin. Uh, Green Goblin's suit, the costuming costuming for Green Goblin is on point. Yeah, fucking great. They he got a new suit and he looks incredible. I can't wait to buy the Marvel Legends action figure of that. <laughs> is it like comic booky? Is it like fucking? It, it's, it's comic booky. Cyborgy. It's comic booky. Like they take the old. He has the armor on. Okay, but not the mask. He destroys the mask. Uh, but he has this like torn purple hoodie that's like it's just a hood and like oh, the sweet. shoulder and it kind of drapes over his shoulders a bit. It's Tight. not like a full thing. And he's got like a green like blanket suit thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's it looks cool. Look, you can look up pictures. It's it's rad. Uh, I want I want the picture. I want the action figure of it. But yeah, so all three of the Spider-Man figure out get cures for all their villains and then they uh, cure their villains so when they go back, they're not going to get killed by Spider-Man because cool. they're, they're going to be and saved. It was a really big, really confusing fight. I didn't think it was that confusing. It was just hard to keep track of which which one was which. Uh, I can tell the difference pretty easy. I've, I also just watched all of those movies. Uh, sure, so. yeah. Uh, the fight was cool. Uh, the like A lot of it, they did have a lot of tearjerker moments, but we got... Um, my The one that really got me was... Uh, they have these all these heartfelt moments about all the like the bad shit that's happened to them in all their timelines. Andrew Garfield talks about how he lost Gwen. Oh yeah, I <laughs> couldn't save her, and so MJ, Pete, uh, Tom Holland's MJ is falling off of the scaffolding on the Statue of Liberty because they're putting Captain America sh- replacing the torch with Captain America's shield. <laughs> Seems ridiculous. Yes, uh, uh, I feel like it would have made more sense to replace the book. Probably with, with the shield. Yeah, but it's not as fuck books. Flashy. Anyway, uh, she falls off, and Andrew Garfield saves her, and it's very hard. He's like, "What does he say?" He's like, "Are you all right? Did I save you?" And, he, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And he like just like looks like proud of himself. Yeah. And he's like, fou- finally did. That one got me too. Fuck man, yeah. that dude is such a good actor. Yeah, 
He does not get the respect. There was like there were probably about a thousand Easter eggs in this movie. Oh yeah, I loved all like the the references and just like all, the, like, all the, the like inside jokes. The and stuff. double over double meta joke about Pete, Toby Maguire's back. Wait, what? So Toby <clears throat> Maguire almost wasn't able to do Spider Man two, and they were going to recast him with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, uh, because on Seabiscuit, he like fucked up his back. Oh. But he got better, and uh, they put a joke in Spider-Man 2 about it when he falls after he loses his powers, and he's like, he falls on that car, and he's like, my back! Oh, my yeah, My back! Yeah. Okay. And so th- this is the third, like I don't know, like a third iteration of this it, Spider-Man joke that he was talking <laughs> about. He is like stretching out before the fight. He's like, oh, I've got this like middle of my back thing. Uh huh. And Andrew Garfield cracks his back. It's a good time. I loved when uh, they all the, the the three Spider-Men were were all talking and they're talking about like all the, the the crazy shit they've done. And then Andrew Garfield was just like, "Man, you guys did like way more amazing stuff than than I did." And they're like, "No, you're amazing, man." They're just like, "No, yeah. you're amazing. You're amazing. Say it. Let's- you're amazing." And I love that because Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies were the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the only Slowly. ones that were Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I like and the, uh, when they were discussing the, all the stuff they've done. Uh, they're like, so what's the weirdest villain you've fought? And uh, Toby McGuire's like, I fought a weird alien g- space goo. And he's like, and then Tom Holland's like, oh, I fought aliens too uh, on Earth and in space. And they're like, wait, you went to space? You've been to, I'm more, I want to hear more about how you fought an alien in space. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they're like, oh, well, Tom Holland's like, oh, I'm an Avenger. We should like talk to them or something. And he's like, Top Toby's like, oh, that's great. What's an Avenger? <laughs> <laughs> they don't got the Avengers in that universe. But yeah, it's, it was a great, great time. It was a fun. Excited movie. about it. And then, uh, then there was that other film that came out, The that, Matrix Four, Matrix Resurrection, Resurrection. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I have very mixed feelings about it. Yeah, a lot of people hate it. Everybody that's seen it is like, yeah, this was fucking terrible. A lot of people hate it because they don't understand why Morpheus is recast and why he is the way he is. Because mm-hmm. he's not really Morpheus. Right. Yeah, Mor- Morpheus is a different actor and everything because, well, first off, the real Morpheus is dead. Spoilers. But second, this is uh, this is a Morpheus that Neo programmed in the Matrix. To gain sentience. Yeah, basically he was like running experiments out. on uh this like programmed version of Morpheus. Like he like made like an AI version like an of AI, Morpheus. Yeah. yeah. And he's programming him to find Neo in this other program that Neo had made. Sure. And, but he left it open so that someone else, like let's say because I, I, I feel like Neo like in in the Matrix Alright, so it, it resets and he's like in the Matrix again. Okay. And, but he doesn't really but like he's back to being like Thomas Anderson. Sure. And he's like a he's a video game designer. And cool. this video game designer is super famous for making a trilogy of games called The Matrix. Yeah. So there's like board meetings and they're like making all these references and jokes to The Matrix as if it was a video game but like talking about the things that we remember from The Matrix movies. Okay. Basically so like they took reset his, the simulation. Yeah. And, and the machines res- reset the simulation. Yeah, but because w- even with resets, everything that happened is still in there 
for the people, like in their their brains, right, in their ma- memory, they have to attribute it that memory to something, a video game. That yeah, makes sense, I suppose. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, it's also another way of control being like, like how ridiculous would it be if this was the thing? Even though that's really the thing, they're just like, isn't that ridiculous? And they're basically just like gaslighting all the people that are plugged into the matrix yeah as a way to get them to think that the matrix that they're living in is real and he goes to this therapist played by neil patrick harris who has a cat a black cat named deja vu nice uh and then like yeah i don't know i don't want to just i don't want to run through the plot of this one right uh we just did the like the first third of the movie is basically like them trying to break neo out of the matrix again again and it my first watch through of this i was just like this just feels like a just like a shitty remake just like a bunch of b-side actors pretending to be these characters and they're they're doing a terrible job trying to remake this movie but like they were doing that on purpose right and like i i I got that but i was i don't i don't know like i i I guess it just there's parts of it that didn't really click so what I think you're saying is that Neo is making a simulation to build Within an AI the- <laughs> that will always be able to find him and pull him out of the simulation indefinitely. Forever. Yeah, he subconsciously made this modal is what he calls it. A With- modal, yeah. Within the code of the Matrix, and it's running through the first scene where like the agents are going after Trinity. Yeah. Uh, but like, so is that people why- go into the into that and realize that it's not i don't know it's yeah i i i I think i kind of get what it is where i'm guessing it's split between the keanu reeves simulation and the simulation simulation only for a little bit yeah Uh, once they once morpheus morpheus is is. yeah also i fucking love that actor yahya yahya abdul mateen the second he's he's also in Candyman. okay the most recent Candyman. sure he was pretty good in that. He's been in a few other things that he's really good in. I like him a lot. It was just so weird to see him playing Morpheus. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, like, and I and I, I I like that his version of Morpheus wasn't actually all just Morpheus, right? Because then it would just be like, why didn't you cast? Because then because it, it it didn't feel like he was trying to do like a Lawrence Fishburne impression the whole time. Yeah, he had the spirit of our more the Morpheus we know, but like probably what Neo remembers, right? A more characterized version of the Neo or the Morpheus that Neo remembers. Yeah. Then he meets Trinity in this lot in this really cool fucking coffee shop. Yeah. Simulate. <laughs> nice. I, lo- I love it. I-, I want that on a t-shirt. Honestly, like the the story of this one, I kind of like. But there was a lot of there's a lot of plot points and a lot of things that were said that I was like, I'm glad I'm in, as invested into the lore of this franchise as I am. Otherwise, I'd be so fucking confused. Right, yeah, because Lana, she didn't really hold... She's just assuming you understand the Matrix with a lot of this. Yeah. And I think that is why a lot of people dislike it, because they don't... Under, they Most of the people that say it's terrible also don't like the sequels. Right. And you and I, and I think, Scott, you like the sequels, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like them, and we understand, like, the bigger picture of what they're trying to say with the subtext of the the, the, the franchise and uh yeah so i i you got to have I've a greater I've appreciation to a few negative reviews on it 
and a lot of them are saying the same thing where like this this movie doesn't have any moments that really wowed them like the first three movies did like all of them had moments where you're just like whoa but this one did not because like the cgi was honestly kind of shit i didn't think yeah, the CGI it was looked weird. good uh it looked very dated mm-hmm. um and then Maybe uh, that was intentional so it looked like the old one i don't know uh I don't know about that. I don't that. think that's a good excuse. It's Wasn't not. there a bunch of buzz around this movie beforehand where they released a trailer and it turned out it was all CGI and no one could tell? I don't know. There was that uh, Matrix experience, the Matrix Awakens experience on PS5. That was an Unreal 5 tournament. Or not Unreal 5. Unreal 5 ex- like tech demo. Okay. Which is very impressive. That's kind of cool. So how do you know uh, Also, the, the, was the fighting CGI. choreography in this movie was fucking terrible that's uh, because they're all old now <laughs> yeah but like even like the younger actors oh i thought but also uh, like I, I don't know if you can use that excuse because i mean john wick's choreography is fucking amazing right that's I mean, I yeah but it's not say. as flexible i mean it's more gun foo than kung fu you know yeah but still like, like when john wick punches someone it it looks it looks good and it's fast and this this all like i don't know it just felt slow there's so much slow-mo that where there didn't need to be slow-mo oh yeah uh, my biggest gripe with this movie, though, like besides the just the bad action, because I mean, like I'd I'd, ex- I'd expect like a Matrix movie to have top of the line action. Yeah. Um, but there was that one fight where the Merovingian shows up. Mm-hmm. I was like, why the fuck is the Merovingian in this? And then he just has all those exiles that like Neo fights in the second movie in the yeah. Chateau. <clears throat> and I was just like, why? Why have these characters? Like, what? Why do this whole scene? It was yeah. so weird. It felt more to just have the Marvingian there and the exiles. Yeah. And, well, that's not good. I don't want any movie to just be like, well, we better throw them in there because they were in the original. It. I mean, there that's are what some. It felt like. I can't think of a single reason why the Marvingian was there. Which is, I don't know. That's like a real point. That's like an actual I'll, uh, point. I'll watch it again and fig- try and see if I can figure it out. Oh, watch it with subtitles. That actually helped a lot the second I was time planning I was watching on it, it. Especially like with that scenes in spe- in particular in particular oh no no like the merovingian is just he's just shouting like old man stuff oh okay i mean it's basically just he's like complaining about how people are just like on their screens oh yeah that's what time. he's saying yeah it's it's, 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 how, it's like a, it's a it's a meta monologue right yeah yeah it's a little and i guess that it makes the most sense that that's the character that would say that that's probably why he was there i'm also wondering like why why wasn't he purged with all the other exiles. That's why I don't understand what I don't get either. Yeah. But but maybe uh there's I want like, But I want like that's I want to I want to know more about that. I want to know like more between like there there was like a machine civil war that broke out. Yeah, the machines and the humans started working together, but then the machines started fighting each other and then they those ones started a new matrix with it's just uh it's ran off of Neo and Trinity. No. Partially. Yeah, right? No, they're they're the they're like the like the, they're not like it's not just ran off of them, but they're like it, it, it won't run without both of them, right? Yeah, with their power because they're both the one. Yeah, I guess I'm not entirely sure why, because like the, like this new version of the Matrix, it, like they found out that they can get more power from the from people. Sure, if they just manipulate their emotions. Okay, and getting like a stronger emotional response from someone like depression. Like um, algorithms on your social media feed. Yeah, makes sense. Like, so basically, like it, it's 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 a really good way to explain why everyone today 
either has like depression or anxiety or right. they're just like out of their mu- out of their fucking mind from like political conspiracies and shit and mm-hmm. like algorithms it'll every everything will have to get worse and worse and worse to keep triggering that emotional response yeah mm-hmm. 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 and so like i thought that was a really cool way to explain that today like in our actual real life society norm it's like damn everyone is either like upset at political stuff or is severely depressed and they were just like, yeah, we found out like we can get way more power out of people if we like just manipulate their emotions like that. And they need Neo and Trinity's power to do that. Somehow. I guess I'm not sure why they they need them though. I don't that. remember. There's a reason. I remember them explaining. I just don't remember. It's something to do with like having them both plugged into the Matrix, like in their pods, helps kind of close together. I think that gives that somehow stabilizes this version of the Matrix. Yeah, and it, it doesn't gives the, work without both of them. I think it gives the the machines the ability to manipulate emotions better because they like, have that ex- ex- exuberant power from the the two most powerful beings from that alive yeah i imagine it's like popping in a fucking graphics card it looked like it at times i don't understand what like gives your gives your gives it a super like boosts your computer yeah basically gives the makes computer the ability to 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 make images the, they have the ability to rewrite the code to make things. Okay. Along with a new Morpheus, we'd also had a new Smith, played by Jonathan Groff. You may know it him was, as... He was a little confusing. You may know him as uh, the dude with the reindeer in <laughs> Frozen. I would like to know Olaf? why he's not able to copy himself anymore. And I don't know. Maybe it's... Because- he seems. He still seems like, like, a, like a rogue AI, programmer. Yeah, right. Because he kind of betrays the the analyst or the architect. And well, yeah, right. wasn't he essentially just an maybe? AI? Oh, I think he was like he had to be. It was, he was just an integral part of the program, so he had to be in there. But they like weakened him. But then they also woke him up, and he remembered he was a rogue or like realized he could be a rogue AI, and that's and he how was, he betrayed the analyst. But he was only in there if Neo was in there, right? Because he was just like, stay out of the Matrix, so then I don't have to be in the Matrix. Then he was like, "I'm I'm not going to do that because I got to find Trinity." He's like, "Well, then I'm going to try to kill you." Then, so that's when like they have like their big fight. That oh man, when he yells "Mr. Anderson" in the rain. Oh yeah, I fucking loved it. I like that. And too. I, that's when I was like, "All right, I'm on board with this." Smith. <laughs> he's like, "Mr. Anderson." Also, there, there, I got a lot of there, like him calling Neo and Mr. Anderson is like a trans thing. But also, when at the end, when uh, Trinity is like Tiffany, really. That's yeah. like a yeah. You're dead name. You dead named me this whole time. Another meta joke. Her boy, her husband in the Matrix, Chad. Uh huh. That is the stunt coordinator from the original movies. Oh. Also known as also the director of John Wick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that from a YouTube comment. <laughs> I learned Whoa. that from a YouTube video. Okay. So I, I was just like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, but like I can definitely see why people are saying it's bad, but I yeah. just think people th- again I, think I, I need I think, to watch it a couple more times. I also think that like going along with how people are manipulated by programs and algorithms and social media and stuff with in this movie, I just think people are programmed to think that movies are either amazing or terrible. Like there's no in between anymore. And like movies can be okay. Oh yeah, I also thought it was weird that there was no agents. In this movie? Yeah, that was weird. Other than in the modal. Well, the modal because, yeah, it's based yeah, off old yeah, code. Right. But this, uh, yeah, it was weird that, like, they just, it was like a swarm mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, because any they could contr- just turn anybody into an agent. 
Yeah, but they, they could already do that. Yeah, but they didn't have to like turn into an agent to become an agent. They, they just, just take just, over there. Yeah, just take over that person. Right. Like zombies. So weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Matrix. Uh, we've been probably going for a yeah, fucking long we time. We should wrap it up. Let yeah, me. Really I want to. I want to give you a brief. Uh, out of uh, so I've seen uh, forty six movies that were released in twenty twenty one. Oh shit! Yeah, this is gonna be the last episode of the year. Yeah. So I want to give uh, my top ten, starting with ten. I think I'm gonna go with number ten being The Matrix Resurrections. It's very because uh, I, I mean I fucking liked it. Damn. Uh, All right. Uh, nine. Pig, starring Nicolas Cage. It was Eight. Good. The Green Knight. Uh, n- seven. F nine. Six, and this is just, uh, by the way, I, this is like, my ratings on these on Letterboxd are all over the place, back and forth, but like, I, these are just I, the ones that I've decided I enjoyed, this is my ranking of enjoyment. Number six, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number five, Spencer. Number four, The Last Duel, which I was telling you to watch the other day, Scott. Yeah. Uh, number three, Happily. Number two, Dune. 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 And number one, Malignant. Dang. Really? <laughs> I've watched that movie three and a half times. <laughs> Fucking weird. This year. Weird list. It was just so like, so campy and shit. That I'm just, I'm very surprised that that is your I number one fucking, movie of 2021. Oh, uh, yeah, because it, it is just the right mixture of flavors for me. <laughs> I've watched, I've watched it, yeah, three times. Then I like, I've put it on in the background a couple, once or twice. I'm just bummed that the fucking Blu-ray doesn't have a director's commentary. Right. I'm really bummed out about that. I hope they come out with a special edition that old Jimmy Wan puts, <coughs> puts one on. Jimmy Wan. Oh, but yeah, now we can wrap up. All right, let's uh, thank some daddies. These yeah. are the people that give us uh, $5 or more every month on Patreon. Yeah. Tab. And those daddies are Aaron Larmer, Ava Michelle, Bam Panda, Becky Metcalf, mm. Daily Dick Daddy, Daily Nyerson, Jack Schuler, Jacob Solo, Jen Coolman, Julie Massmore, Matthew Hebda, Max Smith, Paige Massmore, Ray, S- Rebecca Ingham, Siemens Stu, Shay Lombard, Travis Miller, and Van uh, Holmgren. I don't know why I, I lost. I lost it. If you want to hear your name read there, go over to patreon.com slash pop tab and give us $5 or more. You can catch me, Jacob Solo, at Jacob double underscore solo on most places on the internet. If you can't find me there, I don't want you to find me. <laughs> Bradley. I'm at Loaf of Bradley. I'm everywhere on the internet at Loaf of Bradley, like on the Instagram at Loaf of Bradley or the Twitter at Loaf of Bradley or the Venmo, the Cash App, and the PayPal at Loaf of Bradley. So send me some cents, please. Scoot. Scoot. Hit me up on Twitter at Scotty Westside. Uh, yeah, that's that's my Twitter. Hit my TikTok at fucking official Scotty Westside. Uh, I apparently forgot the login for Podkite, but I checked our Apple, and we do not have any new reviews. How's so our rating on Spotify? You go uh, give us a rating on Spotify. Yeah, get get them numbers up there. So far, so the people we have- are like, oh, that's a good show. I'll give that a listen. Yeah, I think I, I so far I think I'm the only uh, rating on there. It looks like go and rate us on Spotify. Yeah, do do. But it until with next me. time, remember go get yourself a big old bag of gummy worms and watch a fucking movie. Good night.